Dionisio at the plate. He's over two today. Swakowski, the big right hander, lets it go. It's right down Broadway. Dionisio lets it fly, and it's oh, it's raining now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater, the show where two bums talk about other bums at baseball games. Uh, it is Tuesday, May 26th, 2020. This is episode number 78 of the podcast. My name is Jeremy Dionisio. And I'm Jack Swakowski. And, uh, Jack, this is, uh, like I said, number 78. This is the Blaine Boyer episode. Yeah, Jeremy, Blaine Boyer, uh, he pitched for the Milwaukee Brewers. That's how I know him best. Uh, he actually had a pretty good year that year. He had a 3.95 ERA in 66 innings, which isn't too bad. Jeremy, he pitched, Blaine Boyer pitched for a long time. He pitched from 2005 to 2018 with a break of three years from 2012 uh, and, well, two years, 2012 and 2013 when he wasn't in the majors. But yeah, he had a, he had a long, uh, pretty long career. Um, uh, you know who he kind of looked like, Jeremy? You don't watch Game of Thrones, do you? I don't. Okay, okay, that that's a big blind spot for you, Jeremy. But uh, <laughs> but but anyway, uh, yeah. So Blaine Boyer, he looked like the uh, the wildling guy who had like red hair and a long red beard. Uh, so yeah, if you uh, li- for our listeners, if you're familiar with uh, Game of Thrones, that's who uh, that's who Blaine Boyer looked like. So you can just picture that guy instead of in like a, you know old medieval clothing. Uh, picture him in a uh, in Atlanta Braves uniform. Uh, you know, throwing some heat. <laughs> There you go. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, or uh, you know, any um, character on Ozark too, which uh, has been some quarantine viewing for me and my wife. Yeah, um, you know, I, I haven't seen Ozark. I got a thing. Uh, I got a thing with um, Jason Bateman. I, there's some there's some smugness that I just don't like there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not a big uh, big Jason Bateman guy. I I kind of uh, tend to think that Netflix original programming is trash. <laughs> so uh, you know, so there's that. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen a Netflix original show that, like, in retrospect, I truly like. But, sure. uh, that, you know, that's, that's just me. You know, I don't, need to, I don't need to go into a whole thing about how much I dislike their programming. So. Well, I suppose there's probably some people somewhere saying stick to baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't watch Game of Thrones. You don't like anything on Netflix. But, um, so, yeah, so Blaine Boyer only wore – we should say he only wore 78 for, like, one year in 2006, which uh, – think is maybe his first eh, it's his second year uh but uh let's never talk about blaine boyer again on this podcast shall we uh yeah that's uh that works <laughs> for me jeremy uh okay. well today yeah today we have uh you know if, if i was going to give uh uh blaine boyer a nickname I, i'd give him the nickname uh double b oh god it looks like his nickname is actually grande rojo uh well okay well he, he did have red hair that's what that's what they list on baseball reference but jeremy this is a uh a uh a show. This is going to be an episode where we come up with our own nicknames for uh, various players around the league. Yeah, that's that's correct. Yeah, and uh, you know, like, yeah, just not like um, pre-existing nicknames, not our favorite nicknames, uh, but ones we've coined ourselves for players. So, um, so that should be fun. A uh, couple news and n- note items t- uh, to get into before we do that. First, um, Jack, I, you know, again, I. I I think we do this to, to pay tribute, not to be too maudlin, but uh, we do have a in memoriam section here to kick off the uh, the podcast. Um, and I should also say, like, uh, our apologies for being a little late. We're we're a little behind uh, schedule with our two week uh, release here. Um, but uh, so the, a lot of news has piled up since the last episode that uh, we want to talk about. One of those being that uh, we lost Fred Willard, Jack. Yeah, um, I was always a, a big uh, fan of Fred Willard. Um, yeah. You know, he, he's obviously very good in uh, a lot of the uh, documentaries. Um, you know, more recently, he's actually in a sketch uh, um, on uh, I Think You Should Leave uh, by Tim oh, Robinson yeah. uh, on Netflix. So I'm going to walk back my statement. I Think You Should Leave is a great, uh, is a great thing. So there you go, folks. There, there you, you go. <laughs> uh, already, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've got my foot in my mouth here. Um, we're only four and a half, we're under four and a half minutes into the podcast, so, extra, so <laughs> there you go. But yeah, um, yeah, no. So and the reason why I, brought, I mean, obviously, yes, and like you know, the the track record speaks for himself uh, with uh, all the Christopher Guest movies. Um, the reason why I wanted to bring him up on this baseball podcast is that Fred Willard, Willard um, without really seeing too much about him, like seemed to have been a big baseball fan. Um, and yeah, he had a you lot know, of I, good references. 
Yeah, you know, I uh, I, I saw a picture of him, uh, I think, with Billy Williams, where the two of them are in Cubs uniforms oh, wow. together. Um, oh, wow. cool. Uh, so I... I, I can't remember where I saw that picture, uh, or like I did not know what the context for it was. But uh, yeah, you know, um, uh, yeah, he he did, did seem like a, a a pretty good baseball fan. Were there any references in particular that you that that come to mind, Jeremy? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we, me and my wife rewatched um, uh, Best in Show uh, as kind of a, a tribute to him, and uh, you know, the the, the he plays the uh, color commentator uh, at the dog show, and he mm-hmm. just you know, I he's. He makes all kinds of crazy. I mean, that's like one of like his like star moments, I would say, in in film. Yeah. Um, and uh, he makes references like you know, it's like when the dog, like when the when the best in show, like the final you know competition is happening. He's like, it's, it's like the bottom of the ninth and two outs, and you know the 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 husky stepped up to the plate and hit a home run or whatever. Like he makes <laughs> so many like base, baseball references. But my um, my favorite one um, is from uh, a deleted scene from waiting for guffman um where he uh it's just it, yeah i can see why it was deleted but it's it's a hilarious scene and i you know i i'm remiss in not re-watching it and refreshing my memory before we we recorded this but i'll try to post it if it's on youtube or whatever but it's a scene where he's so he's married to uh Catherine o'hara in waiting for guffman they're like this like theater couple you know uh who like are veterans of like theater but actually just like regional like local theater or whatever um and so he's like telling some kind of stories or whatever and he's like there's a scene where he's basically making Catherine o'hara pitch wiffle ball to him and he like hits like a home run and he like recreates like a famous home run I, it might even be like the carlton fisk home run um from the 75 series uh but he and like she like looks completely bored and he's just like hamming it up and just like really like he like runs the bases and everything and it's it's just a really funny drawn out scene that only clearly he's enjoying but it's it's definitely deep baseball and like it's it's one of my favorite things and it's it's definitely overlooked because it's a friggin' deleted scene but it's it's really funny you said that was waiting for Guffman, right? Yeah, waiting for Guffman. Yeah, I was going to say I don't remember that part from waiting to Guffman, but yeah, hence the uh, deleted scene. Um, yeah, is that is that available on the DVD, Jeremy? It's on the DVD for sure, and um, I, I bet it's probably online. I'll have to check YouTube, and if it is, it'll be on uh, raindelaytheater.com/notes. Nice. Yeah. Um, but so R.A.P. for Fred Willard. There. Um, uh, let's see. The second thing I want to bring up, Jack, is. Uh, you haven't d- dived into Last Dance yet, have you? I have not. Oh, uh, no, no, I, uh, I, I still have not, Jeremy. No. Okay, fair enough. Um, there's one thing that I wanted to talk about, and this is not baseball related at all, but I'm going to uh-huh. use my platform uh, here on the podcast because it was like it was driving me nuts. And and granted, the Last Dance has been over for like a week plus now, so again, this is a bit dated, but. I don't care because I think it's worth it. Um, they there was a part in the pod or in the uh, series where they inevitably talked about the flu game, right? Uh, sure. So um, and you know the flu game uh, for people who might not know it was during the uh, NBA Finals with um, Jordan um, in Utah. He there was like the story is he was like uh, up late n- at night with some like other with like his like trainer and like other uh, Bulls people and he. Um, was hungry and it was like late at night everything was closed except for one pizza place he ordered a pizza uh they came and delivered it to to him and you know what you hear in the in the movie and so he got gets sick the next day and like he's like throwing up and whatever um and uh you know he ended up playing the game and and doing really well uh you hear that story recounted from jordan and like his like trainer and like the guys who he was with in the room um, and they're saying like, yeah, the guy showed up to deliver the pizza and there was like five guys with him, and they like asked to take a picture with Jordan. They asked to see him and like, uh, you know, they like closed the door on him because the guys were just, they were being like creeps, like much similar to like those autograph freaks at the Beloit snappers game. I can only imagine just fucking vermin who just won't leave like Michael Jordan alone. Right. You can get the picture of, of who these guys probably were. Right. Um, so uh, they, uh, so apparently like the day after, cause the ho- the other thing that's been going on with this like last dance, which is one of the reasons why it was a plus to watch it in real time is because it seems like it would air on Sunday nights. And then it seemed like Monday morning, like, you know, Horace Grant would be like, that's a bunch of BS. Like that didn't happen. And like all these people <laughs> were coming out saying like, that was BS like on Mondays pretty much because they had a chance to watch it and then like speak to whoever. 
Um, but so after that one aired, the friggin' like pizza guy came out yep. with like a so, quote. Yeah, yeah, this. yeah. So Jeremy, I, I I followed that whole story. Okay, um, awesome. First of all, yeah, there, there were some really good uh, tweets regarding the the pizza itself. Um, you know, there, there was one, uh, one guy tweeted, like, he's like, yeah, this, these are the five guys who delivered the pizza to, uh, to Jordan. And then it was just a picture of like the five monsters, um, from, <laughs> okay. from Space Jam, which made me laugh. Uh, there was a guy who tweeted, uh, hello, my name is Michael Jordan and I would like to order a pizza in my own name, uh, <laughs> which I thought was pretty funny. Sure. Um, I can't remember who the guy who tweeted that was, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, first of all, the whole story seemed, uh, pretty implausible. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but like the fact that the, the manager from Pizza Hut came out and he was like, he was like, yeah, like I, you know, we got that order and I was like, I, I, like, I don't normally make the pizzas myself, but I told yeah. the guys like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to make this one. Cause I wanted to make sure it was like good. Yeah. And then like, did he say that he delivered it too, or did he just yes. make it? Okay. No, he, okay. He delivered it. And he said that there was only one other guy with him, but yeah. here's my, here's my take on, here's my statement on this. Who gives a fuck about what this fucking pizza guy has to say? Who 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 is this guy speaking to and who's who's releasing his quotes? This guy is irrelevant. He's he's <laughs> meaningless. He is a meaningless person. And why am I here? Who cares if he has something to refute? He's nothing. Yeah, yeah. No, uh yeah, that that's absolutely uh true, Jeremy. I mean, the guy the guy made a pizza 25 years ago for Michael yeah. Jordan. Yeah, who gives a fuck? Like it's like, hey, uh, hey, uh, just so you know, I'm the guy who made that pizza. I don't give a crap. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? Yeah, man. No, nobody was nobody was pointing the finger at this guy. No, you know? no one wants nobody... his side of the story. They don't want to hear his experience. They don't want to hear how how much of a pest he was. So, you know, oh yeah, can I get a? Hey, can I see Jordan? Can he wink? Can he smile at me? Like, get the hell out of here. Leave a <laughs> get it out of the fucking public eye, the mainstream, like. Talk about fifteen minutes of fame! Like, get out, go yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, I am, I am uh, with you. I'm with you on that, Jeremy. <laughs> um, it's also crazy that Michael Jordan ate like an entire pizza by himself. I mean, he was yeah. like, you know, six foot six man. Uh, of course, yeah. he can do it. But yeah, uh, yeah I, I have to imagine he was a little bit messed up when he was when he was eating that pizza. Well, so the guy, the story is like the guys, like the other guys were saying, like, hey, I don't like the looks of that. Don't eat that pizza. And then he like Jordan. They they said like Jordan spit on it. So yeah, the, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> so the other guys wouldn't have any, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, the whole thing is the whole thing is. I admit the whole thing is wackadoo. But like, the last guy on the in the on the on the earth that we needed to hear from was the pizza guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy, man. Actually, you know what, what Jeremy? The, the question I had was like, what what is that guy doing with himself now? Like, does he still work it? Because uh, we found out that it was a pi- he, it, it was, was a Pizza, pizza Hut. hut. Yeah. So they don't actually they don't actually say I don't think what the guy does now. I actually googled the guy's picture too. You can see yeah. his picture on there. And so yeah, I mean, talk about fifteen minutes of fame, Jeremy. You know, I, I was legitimately interested in this guy <laughs> for you know for well probably less than fifteen minutes, but you know, but yeah, there you go. So uh, yeah, the Last Dance. I look forward to watching it. Um, yeah, I, I, re- I read a lot about it, so I, you know, I know what a lot of this stuff focuses on. Um, yep. But I, I still, I love sports documentaries, so I don't think I'm going to be disappointed. No, it's 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 good stuff. And uh, listen, there's no baseball games for us to get outraged about. To be like in the stands, to be outraged by someone who won't sit down, or someone who's like, uh, you know, dropping peanuts on our scorecards or something. So this is about as close to a you know classic rain delay theater rant as we can get right now so i hope everybody enjoyed it um all right moving along okay another thing i want to talk about we can do this real quick but the project 2020 baseball cards that we talked about in a previous episode jack they yeah it's insane what's happening with these cards like i don't know if people are like i don't know how much this uh permeates into the mainstream or whatever but at this point these cards have gone past the mainstream there were articles about it on espn and uh that dude Gary V is gonna like talk about them and stuff, and like they're gonna blow up even further. But um, it's insane how much they've they've gone up in price. This this one uh, one of the cards, like the fourth card of the set that they released, was a Mike Trout card uh, by this artist named Ermzy. Uh, I guess he's like you know a ripoff of Banksy or something. Uh, I, I would personally, if I was Banksy, I would sue for copyright infringement. But uh, I actually like him. I don't know why I'm dumping on him but um <laughs> but this card this like the fourth card of the set this 
I call like I you know it's the Ermsey trout is what I call it because it's it's Ermsey's rendition of the trout. Uh, 2011 rookie card. That's, that's um, close to that's close to Mike Airman Trout. Uh, ah, it from, sure is from Breaking Bad. There you go. Anyway, sorry, Jeremy. Ermsey go on. Trout. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, so that card, you know, those cards are available on Tops.com for twenty dollars uh, each. Uh, if you buy in bulk, you can they can go as low as fifteen dollars. Um, it is worth Jack. Do you have any guess? Do you have any guesses? I don't know if we said. Well, la- last last time you said it was worth five hundred. So now I'm going to guess it's worth a thousand. Um, it's more than that. It's Jesus. worth twenty five hundred dollars right now. Jeremy, and you have one. I have one. Yes. Jeremy, are you going to sell the card? <laughs> Will you sell it? Um, the answer <laughs> is still no. Um, but you're crazy. Uh, you're crazy, Jeremy. Yeah, well, Jack, if I sold it at five hundred. You know, I yeah. I'd have to, well, I suppose yeah. You you would have had, you'd be you know you would have had to eat two thousand dollars. You know, and it, that was that was two weeks ago that we talked about this. Yeah, and like and if 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 someone were to tell me at the beginning like if you sell it for five hundred, if you could get five hundred, would you? And I'd say, oh, well, I'd have to think about it. And if I did, I would be quite upset right now, even more upset than at the pizza guy. So there you go. Yeah, but yeah, and they, uh, how how are these other how are these other cards doing? Because you have a few others. I mean, are I, they are, yeah. are they Rising in price as well. There are several that are over a thousand dollars, Jack. It's it's insane. I, I do you can't ha- even... do you have any of these other ones that are over a thousand dollars? There's I should say several that I have that are over a thousand. There's 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 a there's like two more that are actually more uh, valuable than the trout one right now. Like the first one overall was an Ichiro card. Yeah. Uh, that one is like I think that one sold yesterday in the, like the four thousand dollar range. Um, Jesus and this, Christ! Yeah, it's insane, Jack. And like uh, you know, this hasn't. People are predicting that if this Gary V guy talks about them on Friday on his podcast, uh, they're going to blow up even higher. So it's crazy. It just keeps busting through levels that I didn't think that it could get to. And, like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't want to say um, how much my collection that I currently have is worth because I feel like we've given away too many details about where we might live. So someone <laughs> might come and. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought you were going to say, Jeremy, because it's like, yeah, Jack, uh, you know, you know where I live. So, well, that you know. too, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this, 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 what I'm sitting on right now could even ruin a, a friendship of eight plus years. Uh, uh, so I, I'm being a little too, I'm being cautious even with some of my closest friends. Um, yeah. All right. Um, so we can move on uh, to, uh, to the topic at hand. But what I want to say, Jack, real quick is um, uh, I, you know, in researching these nicknames, I was going through different rosters of players and everything. And uh, I got to say one thing, just this is a bit of a side note, but uh, I knew that Avisail Garcia was on the Brewers. I, I remember yeah. when they signed him or whatever. Um, but it, it didn't really occur to me that, like, okay, so the connection between Avisail Garcia, Prince Fielder, the Milwaukee Brewers, it's kind of a – it's one of those weird things where, like, I, I have to imagine that Prince Fielder probably doesn't like the fact that Avisail Garcia is on the Brewers. Yeah, that that's an interesting point. Um, uh, to be honest with you, Jeremy, uh, Prince Fielder kind of like uh, shunned the Brewers. Like he had okay. no he he had no intention of like re-signing with them. So sure. I, I feel I feel like uh, you know well well like Prince Fielder is is revered by like you know Brewers fans and you know that it's not like there's a bad relationship there. Like I don't know how close uh, you know like how emotionally invested Prince Fielder actually is in the Brewers. But, you know, I hadn't, that's a good connection though. Cause I hadn't actually put that, uh, together. Um, you know, just, just a quick update for those who <laughs> I'm sure we've talked about this before, but when Prince Fielder was, uh, uh signed with the Tigers, uh, Avisail Garcia slept with his wife. Uh, it's not even allegedly right. Like that totally, that totally happened. Right. I think, I think it totally happened. Cause didn't they like get into a fight in the, yeah, clubhouse yeah they got into they got into a fight and then avisail garcia was quickly traded to the white Sox, right um yeah that's yeah yeah he he was traded to the white Sox. yeah that's actually one of the reasons jeremy though that i uh yeah it was a little disappointing that oh you know yeah that the season didn't play out i was looking forward to seeing avisail garcia on the brewers uh they gave him enough money that i think he was going to be um an everyday player for them. I mean, they, okay. they gave him like ten million dollars a year or something like that. Wow. So I think, I don't know. That's a crowded outfield though, because they have Yelich, Kane, and Braun. So I yeah. don't know if they were gonna. I don't know what they were gonna do with Braun, or if they were just gonna have Braun be like a, a platoon guy or, or what. 
But, um, yeah, it would have been interesting to see how Avi would have fit into that lineup. God, wouldn't you rather have Domingo Santana than Avisel Garcia? I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> oh, Who man. Knows? Yeah. Uh, honestly, I don't think so. But, uh, <laughs> okay. you know, <laughs> that, that's a, you know, that, that's a pick your poison right there. So Very true. Well, Jeremy, should we let's get into it. the nicknames? Let's do it. All right. Do you want to do your let's hear your first one? Okay, yeah, we kind of have a an odd number here. We were going to go with five, but we're 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 extending that just a little bit, I would yeah. say. Um, all right, what's my dumbest one here? <laughs> um, all right, well, this was one of the first ones I came up with, um, and uh, I will say that I I started off kind of with um, some of our normal uh, rain delay theater punching bags, and I tried to expand my horizons just a little bit. Um, but this one fits that category for sure of the the uh, rain delay theater punching bags. Uh, I got one for Trevor Bauer. Oh, all right, Jeremy, let's hear it. I, I bounced around. The, I was like, I had like the thread going, and I was just trying to find like the perfect one. And honestly, sometimes like the most simple, the simple like I, I yeah, it was a, yeah. Well, I'll just say it. So my nickname for Trevor Bauer, Apple News. Oh, okay, okay. Hey, I li- Apple is, News. Is that- yeah, is that a uh, fair and balanced, Jeremy? Uh, it's not. That's the that that that's, <laughs> his, that's his complaint. Uh, if, you, if you recall a story from a couple years ago, uh, Trevor Bauer was um, annoyed that his iPhone was giving him too many anti-Trump stories, basically, and he uh-huh. thought that it should be more fair and balanced, like okay. Fox News is, of course. Um, so I was I was bouncing around some things like MSM. Like, uh, you know, M-S-E-R-A, something like that. Mm-hmm. And I just settled on the most simplistic form, which is Apple News. So Nice. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Jer- I mean, I think, Jeremy, any any good nickname, uh, it, you know, should be, like, derived from something that you could yell at a guy at a game yeah. to, like, try to get a reaction out of him. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I uh, I like that, Jeremy. Apple Apple News is a good one. It's a good dig on, uh, on Trevor <laughs> Bauer. Um, yeah, my, my first one, too, actually, is a, uh, a pitcher. Um, uh, now this guy already has a nickname. Um, so Noah Syndergaard, his nickname obviously famously is, is Thor. Uh, right, I, think I, but see, my, I think I know where you're going with this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. My, my new nickname for Noah Syndergaard is house rent blues. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so house rent blues, uh, you know, it's a, a George Thorogood song. Uh, great. Well, it, I don't think he originally wrote it. I think he just kind of re, uh, you know, he redid it. Uh, sure. Actually, I don't know. I don't know if that's a George Thorogood like original. A anyway. Screaming Jay Hawkins song or something. <laughs> anyway, uh, it, uh, famously uh, a George Thorogood song. It's like an eight minute long song. It's a funny song too. But uh, you know, uh, Noah Syndergaard just in the, he was in the news uh, this week. Because he signed a lease for an apartment from March to uh, November in New York. Uh, it was a $27,000 a month uh, penthouse. Um, and he just I saw, never... I saw higher than that. Really? Really? I, th- I thought he saw 34 it could be. It could be. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they. Uh, maybe the uh, original report was was inaccurate, or maybe yeah, read it wrong. But so, it was an exorbitant uh, fee. Yes. Um, and he just uh, he just never showed up, and like never <laughs> and never paid his rent. Yeah. And then so uh, and then so like the landlord like uh, like you know after about a month like came after him and like sent something to his lawyers that's like hey like you never paid your rent and Noah Syndergaard was like well that don't confront me. Um, and so, uh, so then now, like, there's this legal battle going on between, like, Noah Syndergaard, who's saying, like, you know, hey, like, I, you know, I never lived here, I shouldn't have to pay, and the, the landlord being like, well, you signed the lease, like, yes, you do have to pay. And then, so then, like, two days ago, Noah Syndergaard tweeted something, he was like, oh, like, I offered them, like, $50,000, almost two months rent, uh, you know, to, like, not live there, and, like, they're, you know, they're saying that, like, they're they're extorting me for this money. See you in court, pal. Like <laughs> Jesus. That, that's what he said. He said he said to the landlord, "See you in court, pal." Like I don't, you know, it. The whole thing is ridiculous, man. The guy was on a he's on a lease. Like you have to, you know, that's what a lease is. You can't just like not. You can't just not show up and yeah. just expect to not pay. Right. Yeah. You can't be. Here's some money. Just like let's make it go away. You know. Like. Yeah. Um, that's funny. Um, it's like, I mean, I'm sure that Noah Syndergaard has probably never done anything for himself in his life, so he doesn't understand, like, um, the concept of that, of renting an apartment. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. 
Well, I, I was just going to say, too, Jeremy, like, uh, you know, $30,000 a month apartment. Like, really? I mean, I know it's New York, but, like, is that really necessary? It's yeah. just it's It's just, it's too excessive. I mean, I understand that the guy is a, you know, a, a professional athlete making millions of dollars. But, like, my, you know, my goodness, that just, it seems, uh, it seems a little, uh, a little out of touch. But, um, yeah. uh but, you know, if you were at a game and, you know, Noah Syndergaard was, uh, if this was like a National League game and he was on deck, um, you know, and you had seats <laughs> where he might be able to hear you, you could say, hey, Syndergaard, rent is due on the first, you know, something <laughs> like that. That'd be a good thing to yell at him. For sure. Um, yeah, I think um, it would be interesting to see if he got traded to, say, like a Tampa Bay, how much that money could, how far that money could go in Tampa Bay <laughs> you know that could be quite interesting but you know listen Jack you know what I gotta take I'll, I'll play devil's advocate on this and hey you know rent rent freeze you know like yeah I think maybe maybe Syndergaard uh why even maybe I'll say 100% I think that he was making a stance in solidarity for all of those trying to get a rent uh freeze during this uh this uncertain time that uh is uh COVID-19 quarantine yeah no, that yeah, that's a uh, uh, that's a great point, Jeremy. Um, uh, to, to to play uh, to play devil's advocate to that, like you know, you gotta you do have to feel for the landlord uh, a little bit here. Like, there's no there's no way, like, short of Noah Syndergaard paying them the money, that they're ever gonna like be able to <laughs> that they're ever gonna be able to recoup that because nobody is yeah. gonna rent a thirty thousand dollar a month apartment in New York uh, anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think so. Maybe Tony no. Stark or something. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, that's a good one, Jack. Um, nice. Well, so to uh, piggyback on your music, I'll go ahead and pick my music one now, which okay. maybe um, it's not super obscure, but uh, this is something that uh, f- former guest uh, Mark Bubblebath would appreciate. Uh, for Nick Senzel, uh, for the uh, uh, Cincinnati Reds, I still don't know if it's Senzel or Senzel, um, but uh, my nickname for him would be Senseless Apprentice, which is a uh, Nirvana song, Sentless Apprentice. Senseless Apprentice. Okay. Okay. So, I, 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 uh, nice. All right. Okay. It's, a, it's um, you know. I don't, think not, I've, I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah, it's not a hit. It's like, it's a, it's not even a, it's like a, the tra- it's track two on In Utero, I believe. Uh, okay. Senseless Apprentice. So for, for the, that small crossover of, uh, you know, alternative rock fans and uh, and baseball fans, they'll appreciate that one. Senseless Apprentice. I like I like it, Jeremy. That's a good one. Um, uh, y- you know, to uh, to keep it going on the uh, the music um, the music train here. Uh, you know, I-, I noticed that Steven Souza was on the Cubs roster. <laughs> Is that a thing? Is he going to be on the Cubs? Yeah, they're they're slating him in as like the uh, you know kind of fourth fifth whatever outfielder yeah yeah okay okay yeah my nickname for steven souza would be the composer um (laughs) just be just because of john philip souza i don't think there's i don't think they're spelled the same but uh you know yeah so that's uh you know if if his nickname isn't already the composer uh i think it i think it should be um yeah i would uh yeah i would i would guess that it isn't um but uh <laughs> um i was trying to think about so, like you know maybe the takeout artist because he had those uh he had the that string of uh like hard slides into bases where he was like causing like brawls because he kept like taking out second and third baseman i remember that yeah he took out i think justin turner i want to say maybe okay. or was it uh nick ahmed or something and he he took out um a guy for the Cubs. It's like uh, Javi Baez. I think he like took out at second base too. Okay, yeah. If he well, Jeremy, if he took out Justin Turner and uh, and Javi Baez, um, he might be my new favorite player. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Um, uh, let's see here. So, um, your uh, so that was yours, Jeff. Yes. All right. Um, let's see who we got here. Okay, I got one here. Um, All right. Adam Simber for the okay. Cleveland Indians. Yeah. Uh, I think he came uh, to them by way of the – was he a Padre, I think, before that? Oof. I don't know. He was a Padre. Um, I get I get Adam Simber and Austin Gomber confused, uh, which, again, okay. will be another – will be a subject of a future uh, uh, <laughs> off-week episode. But um, so regardless, Adam Simber is a uh, setup guy, a, a middle relief guy. Um so uh, for Adam Simber, I got this, this one. You could go. I got a, an A and a B alternative. Uh, okay. You can either go 
Shiver me Simbers or Simber <laughs> or Simber me tiv- Simber me Timbers. <laughs> so either however you want to go with that one, it's a win. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think I, I like uh, Shiver me Simbers uh, a little better, Jeremy. That's yeah, a good Sim- one. Simber me Timbers is like just uh it's like it's like a it's a copy of a copy. It's like a photocopy of a photocopy. It's just like it starts losing uh you know quality like and becoming less recognizable the more copy of a copy you get. So shiver me Simbers. I like it, Jeremy. That's a that that's a good one. Um it's just it's it's just it's not it's nonsensical, but it's yes. uh it's great. Um yeah, I I was uh, let's see here. So yeah, we've done we've done uh, three pitchers. Uh, all of them are. Oh uh, uh, no, uh, yeah. So we've got three pitchers here. I've got a catcher now too. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, it's Jeff Mathis. Um, uh, his nickname is the Canvas. <laughs> okay. Uh, just because his career has been as exciting as watching paint dry. Nice. So okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little. It's a little. Um, a little catty. But like, if you look at his, if you look at his uh, career numbers. Uh, it's remarkable that this guy has like stayed around for as as long as he has. Um, he's hitting like he's hitting 195 for his career, and wow. he's been around for uh, he's been around for like 13 years. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he made his debut and yeah, two th- okay, 2005. Uh, yeah, and he's played every season since. He's got uh, his career high in home runs is uh, is is nine. Um, yeah, he's hitting 195 with 50 home runs for his career. So yeah, this guy is just like he's just like the most boring uh, example of a backup ca- of a backup catcher you could possibly have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he he did, he stays around, you know, and he he's gonna be he's gonna be on the Rangers this year too. So uh, so you know he, he'll probably play another two or three years at least. He doesn't even have the the dig the like uh, you know dignification of being like a star pitcher's personal catcher either. Like I know that Greg Maddox kept a lot of friggin' absolute bums around in the league long enough because they were just his personal catcher. But he did, yeah. Char- uh, Charlie O'Brien, I think. Uh, Charlie O'Brien, uh, yeah. Paul Baco, Eddie Perez, like. Yep. Just yeah, just too many to to name. There's more than that, I'm sure, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. So that's uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, the other thing about Jeff Mathis is like I think I'm pretty sure he came up with um, ah crap. Now I can't remember if it was Chris Iannetta or Mike Napoli. Well, uh, yeah. Um, so he came up with the Angels. So I'm guessing it yeah. could have been either. Uh, it may have been may have been Napoli. Yeah, I was gonna say Napoli, but then I was like maybe it was Iannetta. Either way. Um, maybe pe- people are just confusing him for one of those guys, and they're like, "All right, this guy's good for twenty-five homers a, a, a year." Oh wait, no, we got the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah. So Jeff Jeff Mathis, uh, uh, the canvas for me. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I like. I even like Mathis the canvas. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a nice ring to it, right? Um. Yes, I like it. So, uh, let's see. Okay. Well, I'm gonna stick with. I'm gonna get. Uh, well, let's see. No, I still. Uh, I still got uh, several more relief pitchers left. But uh, uh, well, yeah, go for it. I got this one. Uh, um, we'll go with this one. Kyle Crick. Okay. Kyle Crick. Uh, is uh, I think he was. I think he came up with the Giants. He's on the Pirates now. He's yeah. Kind of a. I think he might have gotten into the closers role at some point with the uh, Pirates last year, but it, at, at least he's like a setup guy. Right. So Kyle Crick. Uh, my nickname for Kyle Crick is the pain in the neck. Oh, I like it, right? Because, like, you've got a you've got a, a crick in your neck? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was a late okay. addition to the list there, Jack. The, cr- the pain in the neck, Kyle Crick. Okay, I, uh, I, I like it. Has he, been a, has he been a pain in the neck, uh, like, wa- watching him? You well, I mean? Jack, that's unfortunately where it falls apart because I don't think anyone's afraid of Kyle Crick, um, <laughs> except for maybe Amir Garrett, because I think that those two guys were like kind of at the center of that brawl, that Pirates, one of the Pirates uh, Reds brawls from last year. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was uh, that was crazy, Jeremy. Was that was that the one where Amir Garrett like uh, the inning was like over and Amir Garrett just like came out of the dugout and went at the other dugout? Yeah, he was coming off the mound, or he came off the mound and went to the uh, it and was, went to the Pirates dugout. Yeah, yeah, and Crick okay. was like Crick was early in on that. Um, I think there was one other. I think there was one guy in particular he went after, but Crick was like the second man or the third man in. Um, okay, and then of course at some point Clint Hurdle gets in there and gets tackled by uh, David Bell or whatever. 
Okay. Or, or by whoever the didn't uh, didn't was it David Bell? One of the like the the Reds manager went after Clint Hurdle, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. And then like Clint Hurdle got knocked down, and then yeah. like after the game, he had some quote about like how he had both he'd had both of his hips replaced or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, so yeah, the pain in the neck, Kyle Crick. Yeah. Yep. Nice. I uh, I like it. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, so yeah. Speaking of the Cincinnati Reds, here's here's kind of one that's related to the Reds. Uh, this guy started his career with the Reds. It's for Jay Bruce. Uh, okay. My nickname for him is Luggage. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, so the reason for that is that like Jay Bruce, like he always has to just have have all of his luggage with him because the guy gets trade. He gets he gets traded every single season. Um, yeah. Jay Bruce has been traded in each of the last three seasons at the trade <laughs> deadline, which is insane. Um, it's, so it's been it's been at least four years since the guy spent a whole season with another team. I'm looking it up right now, but uh, yeah. So uh, so 2016 he got traded, 2017, uh, 2018, and 2019. So wow, he's Oof. been yeah he's been traded in each of the last four seasons. Um, no, nice. actually, scratch that. He he spent the, he spent all of 2018 with the New York Mets. After okay. he, he he was with the New York Mets, he got traded to the Indians, yep. and then he got somehow he ended up back on the Mets. Oh, okay. um, well, and last yeah. year in 2019, he started the season off with the Seattle Mariners. He got traded to the Phillies. In 2016, he was on the Reds, Ooh. and he got traded to the Mets. Um, Wait, he went back to the Reds at some point. No, so uh, so oh, from twenty two thousand, yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. two thousand eight to twenty sixteen, he was with the Reds, yeah. and then that's what that's when it all fell apart. I mean, yeah, this yeah. guy spent the first eight years of his career with one team, uh, you know, and then as if to make up for lost time, you know, he's been on like five teams in the last three years. I wouldn't have been able to name any of those. I uh, any of those other ones other than the Mets and the Indians, but the, the Mariners, Jesus, the Mariners and the uh, Phillies. I, I think maybe the Phillies kind of rings a bell, but Mariners, I don't remember the Jay Bruce era in Seattle at all. Yeah, you know, I actually kind of remember that. It was the beginning of last year, um, and he got off to a hot start. Um, it, uh, he he was, well, he was only hitting two twelve, so he wasn't that hot, but, like, he had 14 home runs in 165 at-bats for them, which is wow. which is actually, that's, that's pretty good, right? Yeah, so, yeah, he got traded to the Phillies, and then I think he uh, I think he got hurt. But, yeah, that's a guy who always needs to just have his have his luggage on him. You ever see the movie uh, The uh, Eraser, Jeremy, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> the movie no, Eraser? No, I haven't. No, I okay, haven't. Okay, yeah, because... There's a, there's this part in uh, where like Arnold Schwarzenegger like I don't know he kills a crocodile but he says to the crocodile he goes your luggage um, so you know <laughs> that's what they should that's what they should that the clip they should play for Jay Bruce when he steps up to the plate yeah right exactly nice if you were yeah. a uh, you know if you were running the uh, multimedia presentation at a minor league stadium back in those days when Bruce was still you know before he came up that could have been a perfect thing to play over there. Hell seems, yeah! Seems like loose, you know. They're loose with their their copyright uh, <laughs> warnings, right? Um, <clears throat> very nice. Um, let's see. All right. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to a nickname that my friend co- uh, coined. Uh, my friend Pete, um, who's uh, uh, his brother, might be on the uh, podcast soon. We'll we'll see about that. But uh, my friend Pete, uh, he's uh, uh, one of our listeners in in the great white north of Canada. Um, uh, He he coined a a nickname years ago for Dusty Baker, uh, which is simply Dusty Breaker. (laughs) I like it. I like it. (laughs) Because he breaks the arms of young pitchers. Um, So, uh, yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I I, I would be remiss if I didn't uh, bring that one out. Um, so here's one. Maybe I should have done this one a little earlier. Maybe not my strongest one, but uh, I like it. Uh, Andrew Benintendi for the uh, Boston Red Sox. Okay. Super Intendi. <laughs> nice. Well, actually, that, that, that works two ways, actually, which I didn't even, like, really plan. I, plan. I, I was thinking it more. Listen, whenever I hear Benintendi, I think of Nintendo, okay? So sure. Super, Super Intendi. Um, or I guess Superintendo you could do, but Superintendi kind of sounds like Superintendent. So I guess there's oh yeah double there. Maybe neither of them super strong, but it was one I, that uh, I put out there. Superintendi, um, yeah, yeah I, I, I like it, Jeremy. Uh, you know, it makes me think of Superintendent Chalmers. Yes, um, from The Simpsons. Uh, but yeah, no, original. Like when you first said it, 
uh, yeah, I, I was thinking of Super Nintendo all the way. Superintendent didn't really didn't really cross my mind. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, yeah, I like Andrew Benintendi. I, I feel like he, uh, you know, he hasn't really lived up to because he was a pretty hype prospect when he came up, right? Yeah, yeah, and I, I feel like he maybe you know just a couple years he's been around, he hasn't entirely lived up to that, um, or at least not last year. It seemed like he kind of had kind of a kind of an average year last year. Yeah. Um, not so super, anyway. Yeah, that's true. I would put him in him and uh, him and uh, Michael Conforto. I feel like have both had like had a lot of fanfare leading in up to their, uh, you know, <clears throat> when they were drafted and just may, not really have made big impacts. Right, right. Um, yeah, but uh, su- superintendi. Uh, honestly, uh, it seems like too too good of a nickname, Jeremy, for uh, for a guy like for a guy like Andrew Benintendi. But it's good. Um, uh, okay, yeah. Well, here's a relief pitcher for you, Jeremy, um, uh, and a Philadelphia Philly as well. Uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez nice. uh, is the knight. You know, nice. just like the you know K N I G H T. Because yeah, that that's what a uh, 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 a knight is in uh, in England, right, or the UK. Uh, that that's the, your if if your your name you're called Sir if you're knighted, yep. I think, right? Yeah. So yeah. So there you go. But his name uh, his name isn't spelled um, S I R. It's it's Sir with S E R, Anthony Dominguez. Um, I've never heard a name like that, Jeremy. I don't know that that that's pretty that's pretty out of left field. <clears throat> Yeah, um, Ser is, if I, I'm trying to go back to, like, my, you know, my Spanish, high school Spanish classes. Ser is something, but I don't know what it is, uh-huh. um, so I couldn't even say. But, uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, certainly that's an odd name and uh, one that I wouldn't have known how to pronounce had I not heard it <clears throat> no. said by somebody um, else. Yeah, oh, yeah, Ser, Ser Anthony Dominguez. Isn't that always, uh, isn't that always... A tough one, Jeremy. When when you realize that you've been mispronouncing a ball player's name wrong all this time. <laughs> uh, I try to, man. I try to like get my pronunciations down, but uh, yeah, it's sometimes you just don't say the guy's name out loud ever, and then when you right. try the first time, it just does not come out correctly. So, no. Very nice. Uh, well, listen. I think we talked about Sir Anthony Dominguez uh, in the first year of this podcast, and uh, not since then, and. Can't can't say I blame us uh, either one of us, but uh, <laughs> it's good to hear his name again. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I uh, I don't remember that at all, Jeremy. But uh, yeah, very that's... briefly, I think. <laughs> um, okay. Well, here's a here's here's a nickname I got for a guy who has not been um, relevant in baseball for a couple of years, but is still out there. Uh, Joanna Cespedes, Jack. Okay. Yeah. Oh, talk about yeah, not being relevant. Let's hear it, Jeremy. Uh, you want to suspect this is nickname uh, is coined by me, the wild boar. Oh, okay, okay, nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, that one's right there. That one's right there for you. Yeah, just because of the uh, the incident where he uh, he was trying to what did he trying to trap a wild boar or something? Um, yeah, did he get did he get bit by one or like charged by one I, or charged by charged for sure? And then like okay. it led to him. Um, yeah, so he was. Uh, so yes, the story that kind of came out was like. It came out initially when he was hurt. Like I feel like, and he's had so many damn injuries. That I can't. I've I've actually like lost track of them all. But I remember at uh-huh. some point like they said he fell out of a tree or something. Uh, and that might be a whole separate I- injury. But then like he he fell on his ranch and he like like he like broke his like heel or something. Right, like something uh-huh. like his foot or something. And he had to have like surgery on his heels like that was a whole thing i i honestly they all run together like i know that he has he's had heel problems and he fell in the hole anyway uh the the details of that story is that he had like a boar problem on his ranch and he built like these holes to like trap these boars and i guess he like he did trap one and he was like trying to get it out or something i don't friggin' know and uh he got charged by the boar and somehow he fell in the hole himself and that's how he busted up his uh, feet and everything. So there you go. So, yeah. So I honestly, that one in particular, I think it would be kind of funny if he kind of like leaned into it and he's like, you know, he let him, his nickname become the wild boar, but uh, I don't know if he has a sense of humor about it. (laughs) Well, I think, I think Yaziel Puig's nickname is the wild horse, isn't it? Um, Oh yeah, that's, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. 
It could be. I, you know, I, for some reason, every time I every time I tell that to people, they're like they look at me like they don't know what they're what I'm talking about. <laughs> so like, is it like is know. it possible that I just made up this nickname? I gotta look this up now. <laughs> but like, it, that that's too good of a nickname for like me to have made up. You know what I mean? It's yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's one. But uh, but yeah, so uh, but yeah, I like the wild the wild boar though. Um, is yeah is Giannis is Giannis Cespedes ever gonna get back on the field? I don't know. Was this his year, and now it's, like, you know, not happening? I don't know. Right, no. Um, yeah, okay, Baseball Reference lists Yaziel Puig's nickname as the Wild Horse. So I yeah, wasn't... Yeah, uh, is. So, yeah, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't imagining that. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I, uh, uh, I like it, Jeremy. I, uh, I'm going to go with a, uh, a St. Louis Cardinals player here to uh, okay. stay in the National League. Actually, I don't think he's on the St. Louis Cardinals anymore. I think they wash their hands of him. But, uh, yeah, uh, Randy Arosa Reina's nickname, uh, for obvious reasons, would be Paparazzi. <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like it. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, uh, Randy Arosa Reina was the guy who filmed uh, Mike Schilt's famous uh, We'll Kick Their Fucking Asses uh, speech and posted it on his Instagram story, I think, right? Yep, that's um, correct. Yeah, and uh, uh, you, just, you just don't do that, Jeremy. I don't know what the guy was thinking. Well, maybe he was thinking that he played for a uh, an organization that didn't have a majorly large stick up their ass. I don't know. Um, <laughs> because uh, seemingly that probably shouldn't be a problem. But if you're the St. Louis Cardinals, um, you get traded for doing that. You trade. Yeah, who did, they, who, that, did they, so. who did they? Who did they? Who did they trade? Who did they trade him to? Uh, to Tampa Bay. Um, right. And they got they got Matt, Matthew Libertor, who Jack we saw and got an autograph uh, from uh, at the uh, Bowling Green Hot Rods game. Last yeah, week. yeah, yeah. That's true. We did, we did not see him pitch, right? No, we didn't see yeah, him pitch, he, but we did get his autograph. Yeah, he was a big guy too, a lefty, right? Yep. Nice, nice. Um, uh, well, Jeremy, who do you got next? I don't even know how uh, many we've done. What do we have? What have we each done? About five or six? Yeah, I got uh, six. Uh, I think we did six. I got two left. Okay, what do you got? <clears throat> well, uh, let's see here. All right, I'm gonna go, and I'm saving. A Cub and a White Sox for last, uh, okay. just to keep it local, and hopefully, um, if we ever do get to a baseball game again, <clears throat> um, we can uh, shout these at the crowd uh, from the crowd and see how they are uh, interpreted by the players. Um, so I have one for Carlos Rodon, Jack. Okay, Carlos Rodon has not really been in the majors the last couple of years. Is that that's correct, right? Uh, yes, that that is correct. He seems like he's been injured a lot. Yeah, yeah. So um, for, Kyle, for Carlos Rodon, he's a left-handed pitcher. Um, my nickname for Carlos Rodon is the Berefty Lefty. Ooh, I like it. You're going to have to explain that one to me. Yeah, well, bereft, you know, meaning uh, missing, like, uh, you know, lacking something that there's a lack thereof, right? Uh-huh. Um, you know, uh, this uh, podcast may be bereft of... Uh, <laughs> national exposure <laughs> i don't know um but uh so uh so yeah so uh the white Sox rotation has largely been bereft of carlos rodan the last couple of years and he's a lefty uh-huh. so thereby therefore he is dubbed the berefty lefty nice nice i uh i like it jeremy um uh you know we may never get to get to yell that at him because he may never be <laughs> he may never be back on the field I will say for um, Carlos Rodon, this was his year. He was supposed to be back this year. Was um, he? Was he? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I think maybe they were saying that they weren't going to rush him to be ready for opening day. So at this point, he should if there if there is an opening day twenty twenty, he should be ready for it by this time. Okay. I yeah. I uh, uh, I like it. Well, you know, um, I got a couple of stupid ones, Jeremy, that I could just rattle off here. Okay. Sure. Um, uh, Ray Ray Black, Jeremy, the reliever yes. Ray Black. Yeah, for yes. the Brewers, uh, his nickname would be Meet Ray Black. You might, you might, <laughs> I like it. Yeah, Meet Joe Black. Ooh, um, that's good. Jack, wait, to piggyback off of that one, I have a, a dumb one that it wasn't in my list either, and I still have okay. one left. But um, to piggyback off of a dumb uh, three-word uh, movie title from the 90s, I have, for Clayton Kershaw, I have Good Clay hurt, Hurting. <laughs> that's fucking dumb. <laughs> what? Good clay herding or good clay uh, hunting is probably just oh. easier to, to, to go with. Uh, okay, okay. Um, it's a stretch, it, it, but he kind of looks like Matt Damon, and, uh, you know, he's clay, not will, and uh, he's usually hurting because uh, he's either hurting uh, in the playoffs or he's hurt. Uh, so not hunting, but hurting. 
So that's that was okay. That, I left that one off the list for a reason, but I had to piggyback that off of your meat ray black one. So nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's uh, it's, I got another. Um, I, I, I wanted to. <sighs> I was trying to come up with one for Tony Watson, um, okay. but it would be like a, I was going to I was going to call him Nick of Time, um, okay. but uh, but yeah, that, you know, or like uh, tell me why or, or something. You know, you, you ever see the movie Nick of Time, Jeremy, with Johnny Depp? <laughs> no, I can't say that I have, Jack. Jo- Johnny Depp's character's name is uh, his name is Watson, like his last name is Watson, and like you know, at the end, Christopher Walken goes. I'm not going to explain the whole plot, but Christopher Walken's like. Very good, Mr. Watson. I told you I would turn you into a killer. You know, it's uh, so it's just, you know, I always I always associate Tony Watson like with uh, with the movie Nick of Time. Um, nice. I was, I'm sure someone this, out there is right with there with you, Jack. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, I rewatched that movie a couple of years ago. I, I first saw it when I was a kid and I thought it was really good. I was like, oh, man, this movie is so action packed and suspenseful. And I rewatched it a couple of years ago. And it it kind of sucks. But, uh, you know, it's, that's one of those things where, uh, you know, movies, some, some movies are better when you're a kid. Um, yeah. Mike Leak would be Fawcett. Um, that's yep. a dumb one, but uh, yeah, you know, I wanted to come up with something that would, you know, involve like him stealing clothes, but uh, you uh, know, ran, ran, yeah. yeah, ran security out of security tag. Yeah, yeah, security tag, right? Um, Jay, come uh, on, security tag, you're lagging. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. In the last one, Jeremy, uh, you know, I, I was, I, I didn't know that Wellington Castillo's name nickname was Beef. But uh, oh, okay, yeah. But that's what it's listed as on Baseball Reference. So I saw, I saw that, and I was like, oh, that that's that's disappointing. Um, uh, <laughs> you know. But yeah, Wellington Castillo. For those of you who don't know, his nickname actually is Beef. Um, <laughs> I mean, I love that nickname. If not in the context of Beef Wellington, um, if his nickname was just Beef, <laughs> that would be pretty just awesome. It's like, hey, Beef. Hey, you you pile of meat. <laughs> um, which is how I described Clint Hurdle, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just described him as a slab of meat. Yeah, yeah. Very so nice. I was, I was actually going to, yeah. I was the if when you finished talking, the next thing I was going to say was, uh, you know, yeah, that should be Clint Hurdle's nickname. Um, yeah, nice. yeah so, not to be so, pedantic, not to be pedantic, Jack, but I, I think I said pile of meat because slab of meat almost sounds like you like revere it, like it's almost like wow, look at that slab of meat right there. A pile of meat is just like a pile of like. Pink ground beef. <laughs> so, uh, I, you know, I, I'll take that moment to be a, a pedant there, Jack. Okay, okay. Well, Jeremy, you said you had two more. You gave me Carlos Rodon. What's the, what's the last? Yeah, one? I have I have one more, but it's a it's a twofer. It's a it's a okay. two for the price of one. Um, as we all know, the uh, Cubs have uh, two relief pitchers in the bullpen: uh, Rowan Wick and Brad Wick. Okay. okay. Spelled yeah. different. Rowan Wick, W-I-C-K. Brad Wick, W-I-E-C-K. Um, I really hope that Brad Wick sticks with the uh, with the ball club so this can be put into uh, uh, into action. But um, for, for both of them, they're, they have a nickname or their, their duo nickname. Uh, you know, you could think of them as twin Wicks. So Twix. OK. Oh, OK. The Twix. And of course, you know you have to refer to them each separately, right? So, uh, one's a lefty, one's a righty. So you got left wi- left Twix and right Twix. Now, uh, yeah, here's a question for you, Jeremy. Uh, put together, is it's is Twix spelled like the candy bar? I'm spelling it. Well, you know what? That would be easier because considering that they spell their names differently, uh-huh. you couldn't just. I I have it written down in my notes as the the T W I C K S Twix. Yeah, yeah, you know that 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 makes that makes more sense. It's probably it, you know, uh, you know, you could spell it, you could spell it like the candy bar, and people wouldn't know what the heck you were talking about. Yeah, for um, sure, for sure. Uh, but yeah, right, right, Twix, left Twix. You know, like they they do with the candies. Uh, like you have your left Twix, your right Twix. Uh, I, that would make uh, Bradwick the left Twix and Rowan Wick the right Twix because that's uh, their respective pitching arms. So well, you know. Um, Bradwick was the guy who like made Kyle Seeger fall over with a curveball, right? And that was um, Brad Wick. Do you remember was that? It? Okay, at, at the was that at the game we were at? No, it was like the day before, I think, or the okay. day after. Um, but like, yeah, Brad Wick threw Kyle Seeger like this crazy curveball, and like Kyle Seeger like ducked out of the way of it, and oh, then nice. it, you know it, it went across the plate for a strike. Oh, I love um, that. 
Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I, I think, I think that happened last year. So yeah, that I think that, or I th- should say, I think that was Brad Wick. And yeah, Rowan Wick actually seems like he's like maybe kind of good. Yeah, I'm uh, very bullish on Rowan Wick myself. Okay. Uh, or yeah. right Twix, I'm, if you will. R- yeah, right, right Twix. Do you think he could? Uh, do you think he could be the closer of the future for the Cubs? Uh, well, that would that would mean that the um, you know whatever twenty four million dollar investment that is Craig Kimbrell was a bust. So I I guess in that sense I would hope that he isn't. I hope that he's just a really awesome eighth <laughs> inning guy. But. Um, <laughs> But I would have also put him in the closer role even before they acquired uh, Craig Kimbrell, which I was saying definitely to you, and I'm almost certain on the podcast or at least in Twitter, uh, you know, that he should be the closer. But uh, who listens to Uh me? (laughs) Why didn't they listen to me? Um, So anyway, uh, I got to – yeah, just um, some also-rans. I got Tyler Naquin, Tyler Nyquil. Okay. Ooh, all right. (laughs) Um, Puts you to sleep maybe. Yeah. uh, Fran Meal Reyes, I have Happy Meal, spelled M-I, Happy <laughs> M-I-L. Um, but, uh, yeah, those are that's about all that I care to, to mention, I think, that are worth mentioning. Okay, you know, I, I always call Ryan McMahon for the Colorado Rockies. I always call, I always call him uh, Ryan Kennedy McMahon, you know, because <laughs> Vince, Vince McMahon would always say his name was Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Oh, Jesus. you know that must have been post. Uh, I was listening, or post uh, me watching wrestling. Oh Jesus, really? You don't remember that? No. I oh don't. yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Well, so this was during the Attitude Era. Um, yeah. So I don't know if I don't know if you watched a lot during the Attitude Era, but it would, yeah, it could either be like could I be Ryan Kennedy McMahon or or, or Ryo Mac. Ryan O'Mac because like Shane Shane McMahon he always called himself Shane O'Mac. I don't know. It's dumb, okay. but it, uh, that, that's what that's what runs through my head whenever I, I see Ryan McMahon. Ryan McMahon. <laughs> that's, that's yeah. Oh, you know what? He should he should walk up to the plate to Vince McMahon's entrance song. No chance. Yeah. Right. Have you, have would... you heard Have you heard that one? I do you know that, that one. Yes. I do. Okay. Know that. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. So that that's that is that is all I have, Jeremy. I think that's enough. All right. Very good, Jack. I I felt I felt like you know in the in the throes of all this uh, quarantine stuff and no baseball, we could use a kind of a silly one. So uh, hopefully that that sufficed here this time. Oh, I real quick, Derek Dietrich Peck, as P E C like pectoral. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I really, I just wanted a Derek Dietrich one, and he ended up making he he hit the cutting room floor, but. Uh, um, but yeah, but anyway, so I hope, uh, you know, there's some <laughs> chuckles there, I guess. Um, uh, but, uh, let's see, Jack. So, uh, you know, again, uh, so did you hear the NHL announcement earlier tonight, Jack? No, I didn't. I didn't hear the NHL announcement. It, it sounds like they're coming back. Um, okay. it sounds like they're not, it's not going to be ready. And they're coming back with that, that playoff, um, 24 team play in bracket sort of thing. Um, it sounds a little confusing to me, but, um, it sounds like they're not going to be able to be ready until hopefully like at best mid-july so yeah um but that's a that's a small step for all of this um coming back north american sports coming back um the baseball thing continues on we don't know what's happening uh honestly looking at like all the like dollar figures that are being proposed it's just kind of it's just it's making my eyes go blurry so i'm just kind of waiting until i hear the announcement baseball is back but uh yeah i i feel like uh i was going to read because uh, jeff passan wrote a long article over the weekend but um you know there yeah there's so much so much being bandied about right now um that you know yeah jeremy i think your your strategy of just waiting to till they make the official announcement that it's back is good i would be surprised if they don't play in some fashion yeah, I think so too. I think it's going to happen some somehow or another. Um, but uh, well, it remains to be seen. I mean, if they could get in eighty-one games, that would be pretty cool. Um, it would it definitely would it would be exciting. Um, so we'll take whatever we can friggin' get. Um, but uh, you know, so we're just all we're waiting. Me and you, Jack, we're waiting just like everyone else is. Um, so hopefully. Hopefully we get some good news in terms of that. Uh, I just wanted to give a quick plug. First of all, we should say follow us on Instagram, uh, Rain Delay Pod. Uh, website is raindelaytheater.com. Follow us on Twitter at Rain Delay Pod. All that good stuff. Um, I wanted to give a quick plug to uh, my friend Kevin and Tony's podcast, uh, Teen Line. Uh, and that's uh, apostrophe T-I-N, like quarantine line. It's a podcast that they started during this quarantine. Um, and, uh, each week they just talk about a different topic. Each one of them like presents their own, um, favorite or like not even favorite, but like 
one that they want to share with uh, the other person. Um, so they've done like uh, music videos and uh, beers and uh, different things. So I'm going to be on this week uh, talking about TV. And I, oh. I guess we're going to be I guess we're going to be talking about. Let's see. I'm not going to say it because um, this is going to come out before uh, before they their episode drops. So I won't I won't talk about it just yet. But um, tune into them. They're on. Uh, uh, sound, no, Bandcamp. They're on Bandcamp. So it's like teenline.bandcamp.com. Uh, and uh, Tony also has a podcast called uh, The Malting Hour, um, I believe it's called. And uh, that's uh, available on um, iTunes and uh, where wherever you can find our podcast, you can find that one. Um, yeah. It's The Malting Hour. And that's a beer podcast. And uh, there might be a collabo uh, between Rain Delay Theater and The Malting Hour in the future. Uh you know, if, if, again, if we can ever get back to a baseball game. Yeah, right. Yeah, Jeremy, uh, so you said you're going to be talking about TV? Yep. Yeah, you're going to be talking about Netflix at all? <laughs> yeah, that, that's, Just, I figured that'd be a good, you don't have to say, yeah, I figured that'd be a good good way to tie that tie that little thing in. Are, are you going to be talking about Netflix, though? Um, Just for you, Jack, that's going to be a negatory on that. I'm going to tell him, no way. <laughs> Jack doesn't like it, so we ain't, Yeah. we're, we're, we're moving on to plan B. Yeah, my presence looms large. Um, okay, Jeremy. Well, yeah, that sounds that sounds great. I'll have to check that out. Um, uh, that's and that sounds like a pretty cool idea of a podcast uh, for a podcast too. I'll have to I'll have to give those guys a listen on Bandcamp. You said. Yeah, on Bandcamp, um, it's pretty easy to you can get the Bandcamp if you if people listen to podcasts on their phones, you can just get the Bandcamp app and listen that way, or just obviously pull it up uh, on the old www. Um, but uh, but yeah yeah we'll see uh, we'll see how it goes and uh, yeah who knows um, right. yeah they're, well, they, they've they've they're they I've been friends with them for a long time they've they're childhood friends so they kind of have a good rapport so it's a good uh, good listen all right Jeremy uh, well yeah that sounds good and I think that's going to about do it for this week huh yep let's uh, wrap it up Jack uh, all right so, sounds uh, sounds yeah. good yeah so for Rain Delay Theater I am Jack Slikowski and I'm Jeremy Dionisio we'll see you next time. 